belief bankruptcy. We haven't been here for a little while. Okay. And we have actually <laughs> quite a few more people okay, that have so responded. Is this, this is the last week. <laughs> well, it depends. Okay, we're going to see. All right, so we're, we're going to skip over some of the, you know, the inconsequential ones. I think that we need to remove the worst cult wears yellow sash. It's only 38.1%. Okay. But I think that's enough to say, you know what, we're going to remove that. So uh, we've set the threshold. I don't even know how Talismans. that came about. That was because the uh, Nexium has sashes. Oh, okay. No, that wasn't Nexium. That was the one from Thor's Thor's cult where they had the yellow sashes, the, the god from India. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, one person said no to Brandon Sanderson and the Magisterium Collecti. Hater. I don't know if it's one person, but, you know, a certain <sighs> percent, okay. A very small Speedos in the Nice Cult. Calendar. 47% say remove. 52% say yes. <laughs> I think that we're going to have to have a Speedo day for the Nice Cult calendar. Uh, All right. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead. Who are All these right. people? I am so happy about this no. one. Gunner wants to take 60-year-old lovers to sire children from. But everyone else says no. 52% say remove. Yeah. I do not have to do this now. <laughs> he actually is kind of sad about that. I just thought it's funny how many people are saying yes. <laughs> 61.9% say remove Tom Cruise. Thank you. Okay. I, but we're going to leave that one on the docket no, because I know, no. there, there, I know that there's a bunch of people that have talked to me and they said, you know what? I haven't had the opportunity to say, yes, keep Tom Cruise on. I've been so busy with my life. So all of you people out there who are so busy with your life, I'm going to change it. We're going to take the whole belief bankruptcy for everything. And we're just going to put Tom Cruise, Magisterium Collecti vote right on there. And that's going to be our new voting system. Because I think we have a lot of people that don't understand... Who or what Tom Cruise is? He is the most I think, wonderful. I think it's done. Person. I think people. He should no. be kicked out. It's, it's, I, no, I, it's, I used my one good thing. I used my one. My I one. Have oh. it's been through like what over three months now, hasn't it's it? Been a couple of months. No, there's some haters out there. Huh? <laughs> so I have a coworker. Hey, Crystal. She thinks that you may have a man crush on him. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Crystal's right. Listen, I wouldn't sleep with Tom. Okay, I wouldn't sleep with Tom if if it. But you wouldn't you kick know. him out of bed but if I he was already there. I don't know. I'm if just, he was eating crackers, I just would don't you kick like, him out of bed. I just wouldn't be able to get it up for another <laughs> for another man. As much as I want to, as much as I think that he deserves it, I don't think that I I. You know, I could. Look at how happy he is. When he smiles, the whole world lightens up. <laughs> <laughs> the clouds okay. part. But before, okay, so we're going to skip him for now. All right. But we will come back to that. I guarantee it. What we're really going to do is we're going to go in. Someone has asked that someone be part of the Magisterium Collecti. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is the public. This is the public one. Jane Goodall. Because she was so effing good with those apes. <laughs> Seriously, she led the movement to help save this endangered species, and her vision and work helped us understand 
primates in a way that no one else has. If anyone deserves to be part of the collect eye, she does. Every time I think of Jane Goodall, I think of that far side <laughs> the cartoon. Well, I don't know which one. It's the one where like one female ape is going, you know, picking through the her mates thing and she pulls out a blonde hair and she's like, "Ah, I've been with that good is that Goodall tramp there or something like that." <laughs> Uh, I think that's, that's a good funny. choice. I do funny. too. Not only is she not a politician or an actress, but she's female. So let's put her in. Wait, Boom. you can't just say just because someone's female they deserve to be in. Just, that's very I, sexist of that, you. That is. In but fact, I'm just that, saying, in fact, I, saying that it to me is it's degrading women. I'll agree with you, but then I'll say that we have mm, our ratio is a little bit skewed. So it's okay to be somewhat skewed, but Tom it's a Cruise bit more counts than... as both a woman and a man. Okay, <laughs> he has both chromosomes. He has <laughs> both, all of both them. sets of chromosomes. So just so you know, uh, what do you think about it? So Jane Goodall. Yes, yeah, I, like I, I like Jane. That's I, a really good idea. Oh, I didn't. She, and, and I should have thought of that. Yeah, they're is right. she still alive? Alexa. Is Jane Goodall alive? Jane Goodall is still alive. She is 88 years old. Only 88. Ooh, well, you know, hanging out with monkeys does a, a does a lot for your lifespan. It does. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Nathan, and Thor. What do you have for us today, Thor? Well... Sorry, I never. I don't do that. I was I just, so gassy. I got. I this is. I drank two frescos and now I'm all vapory. Okay, sounds good enough for me. Excuse me. Well, uh, we we've been talking about different kind of cults. We're going to be talking about personality cults uh, today. Like yeah. a personality cult, or just in general. We're going to talk about uh, the personality cult from uh, the Kim family or the North Korean cult of personality okay now the kim the whole family the whole kim family well it's there's been three successful uh leaders of, of north korea kim jong-il uh it was uh kim kim il-sung kim jong-il and kim jong-un is the next okay, is the person. Oh, yeah so okay. and no i did not go to anyone to see if i really pronounced those correctly it sounded a lot better than the way i said it so <laughs> So, but anyway, I started setting up this because, you know, they talked about a personality cult in Costa, uh, in Costa Rica, oh boy, in Korea. And I finally looked it up and I found out what a personality cult is, okay? So, in a country. So, it's, it is a one-man dictatorship, presents itself as a democracy, and the goal is to convey the impression that due to the ruler's unique qualifications and the unanimity of the people's love for him, his rule constitutes the perfect fulfillment of democratic ideals. So the guy is so awesome that we're a democracy, even though he, <laughs> he, he, what he says goes absolutely. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about North Korea, guys. <laughs> just a little bit of history. So, North, uh, nah, well, let's just talk about Korea in general. So, Korea, oh, first of all, let me put a little thing in here, okay? So, I may sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm really very, very amateur historian. And so, I have some things wrong, and I'll gloss things over, and then I'll say what people said and did sometimes, and I wasn't there. So, I, I don't know for sure. After that disclaimer, let's talk about Korea. So, Korea's been around for quite a while and uh, it's been its own kingdom it, most of its existence though it was um, 30 is kingdoms anymore is kingdom the right term on this yeah kingdom it is would it you was. say the United States are a kingdom no I'm, I'm talking about historically oh when you have a king you're a kingdom so are they currently a kingdom they do say uh, the they do they do sometimes talk about the kingdom yeah mm. So, but, uh, the, yeah, the, not the United States, obviously, but the UK, United Kingdom. You see, because Kim Jong-un is just chairman. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about history. I'm talking okay. about way back, way back yonder, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, historically, China has had an awful lot of control over Korea. They've always kind of been their own kingdom, but they've been subs subsidiary, you know, like Jerusalem for a while was uh, basically a small kingdom inside the Roman Empire, you know. Uh, probably didn't have quite that much control, but they had an awful lot of control uh, culturally and militarily and stuff like that. But of course, um, the Chinese empire started falling apart and, and there was like things going on, you know, you have the you know, the opium wars and stuff. The things are happening. Anyway, they kind of fell apart for a while. And uh, Japan started feeling its oats. And they basically fought with Russia. And they basically kind of took over Korea. So Japan did. Yeah, they did. So North this, Korea and South Korea? Yeah, because it was all one Korea. And so, so it was all one Korea. Yeah, they, so. There was some sphere of influence kind of things between Russia and Japan. And Japan just handed Russia their little heinies. And uh, just, just you used a phrase that Japan was going to fill their oats. <laughs> Are you trying to say like they were just, they went over there to make love with everyone? Uh, love it, is probably not the right term. Oats, no, that's horses. So that'd be work or you know, horsepower. So feeling their oats, so they're feeling strong and powerful. Has anyone else heard this term? <laughs> feeling their know, oats? It usually means they just do what, whatever they please. Oh, okay. There. It's like, it's oh, like uh, they're like, oh yeah, I have not got heard this. the term. That's, uh, that's feeling good. their oats. Okay. So anyway, this is around World War One. They took over. Korea and they kind of started building up industry and stuff like that, which is nice, right? But they also did some other crazy stuff. Uh, at first, they tried to make Korea feel like they were part of the Korea Japanese Empire and they were uh, empire and they were kind of related and and kind of almost the same people. But gradually, those kind of Things went away, and they started trying to eradicate Korean culture, language. They made Korea the language illegal. They took away all Korean newspapers, and and they did some horrific atrocities as well. But they did build up uh, infrastructure and stuff like that, especially in the north part of Korea, because that's where all the good mines were, all the mineral wealth and stuff like that. The south part of Korea was mostly agricultural, a lot of bunch of poor farmers running around. So they build up the things like that. Then during World War II, they lost the war, obviously. And 
Russia was coming in with their armies, and the United States were coming in as they divided up. And basically, Russia at the time, or the Soviet Union, I should say, was very, very land hungry, unlike now, of course. But, (laughs) (laughs) and they would not make any deal with the United States on how to jointly uh, hold on to Korea. And so basically, they split up the, the, the kingdom. That was Russia? I thought that it was China that was, that had the problem in that one. No. Uh, so this is World War II. So that uh, in Japan, in the World War II, they did a pretty good job going into the mainland of the Asian continent. Okay. And they took over, but earlier they took over Korea, and then later on they started going into China. Uh, uh, they were never able to conquer all of it, but they did car, uh, conquer a large portion of it. So anyway, but so the mainland armies, uh, the armies of Japan were in China and in those parts like that, and the Navy was in charge of trying to defeat the United States because it was mostly just small islands and aircraft carriers and whatnot. And so the United States really didn't handle or hit the, the army the Japanese army, they just hit the Navy, uh, and that's what we were fighting most of the time in World War II. So. Hmm. And that's probably didn't need to be said. So you could probably take all that out. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Callie's grandfather was actually, he he landed on one of the islands. Really? In, in Japan, and was trapped there oh, wow. for a while. Yeah, yeah it you, was. You know, both of our grandfathers fought in the Pacific, so... Did they? Yeah. Well, uh, when I say fight, I use that term very, very loosely. Yeah. So Grandpa Bjarnson was on a uh, minesweeper. Yeah. And then Mom's dad, he was in charge of the uh, entertainment in the Philippines. So he got to meet with, like, Bob Hope and some of those other people. Mm, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was cool. all over that. He was, he was the big hot dog. Supposedly, he, was, he wrote a letter to his wife, and he was like... Honey, I've made some awesome connections down here. Uh, we could be really, really rich. Just come on down after the war and we'll settle here. And she's like, if you stay there, you, I won't be there with you. <laughs> and so he, he was like, okay. And so he came. He went back up to uh, Idaho instead. But uh, supposedly I could have. we could have been quite a bit more wealthy than we are. Yeah. Yeah. It says McCarthy was an ass. McCartney. Yeah, but can, everyone says that. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> I, I can believe that. My mom says, and he'd know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was, wow, that was totally off topic. So Russia came in on the north. The uh, United States are in the south of Korea. And the Russians came in expecting to have this huge, bitter fight with uh, the Japanese. Uh, and they expected, but what happened was a couple atom bombs later, it's like the Japanese surrender. And so they, it's a cakewalk and they're totally, they, they don't even have Korean translators, okay? But what they do have is some guy that has been fighting with the communists in Malaysia. And his name is Kim Il-sung. And Kim Il-sung not only is a Korean, although he actually spent most of his uh, young adult out of Korea in other places, but so he actually didn't speak Korean very well, but he could speak Chinese really well. He could speak Russian, you know, he, he could speak all these other languages and he was a communist and he had been fighting in other places and done quite well. And so 
the Russians grabbed him and said, okay, you're the boss, and because he's going to follow orders. So they brought him up there, up into uh, Russia, and they gave him some good, quick indoctrinations and sent him back to be the leader. Voila. There it is. And that's why we have a North Korea. And that's why we have a North Korea. Uh, yeah, Kim Il-sung. <laughs> now, Kim Il-sung was a member of the Communist Party, but he actually wasn't that big of a communist. What he was more interested in would be com- independence of Korea. Okay? That's what he really, really was interested in. And so his goal was to make that happen. And ergo, he thought the Communist Party was the best way to do it. And the communists, during the time, remember, they had a good war with Japan and stuff like that. And they failed miserably and other things happened. Anyway, the Communist parties tried to make inroads into Korea. This is in the early days, you know, post-World War One, pre-World War II. There, they, they tried to make inroads and by saying, well, we want you to be independent and free. And so they had some adherence, but the Japanese were really, really good about breaking things up like that, probably because they used excessive force. Mm-hmm. You know, they were really good at torture and whatnot. So anyway, that didn't happen. But in other parts of, the, of that continent, there were quite a bit of communist things going on. He was a member, I think, of Mal- in Malaysia or something like that. He fought a whole lot, and he came back. And he took over, basically. So, there you hit us. Give me a song. Okay. And that's that's after World War II is yeah, this over. this is post-World War II. So, that if you'll remember the history books, after uh, World War II, there's a period of a couple years, and then the next big war that the uh, United States was involved in was the Korean War. Okay. And we know all about it because we've all watched MASH. Yeah. Right? That's just 100% accurate, guys. I just want everyone to know I've got most of my facts from MASH. That was, and that was 40 years ago was their final final episode, 40 years ago this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, shout out for MASH. Yeah. I actually really like that show quite a bit. I, yeah, it was a good one. It I was. didn't watch it. Uh, well, yeah, I'd, I'd stay up and watch it. Yeah, I'd stay up and watch it. They had some funny characters and some good ideas. A little preachy at times, but that's okay. And isn't it like... It actually, the show lasted longer than the Korean War. So, yeah, like, they yeah. have more years of the show. By <laughs> by far. Yeah. <laughs> if you notice in the show, people keep on moving back and forth the front lines and stuff like that. In the show, it happened, like, I don't know, <laughs> two or three dozen times. <laughs> in real life, it didn't happen quite that much. Mm-hmm. So, so, it, it, so, we have the thing. Post-World War II, a mm-hmm. couple of years after that... Is it one Korea at that time? No, it's divided because the United States and Russia have different parts. So from the north, the Russians came down mm-hmm. to occupy the north part of Korea and the United States in the south now. And, of course, the north part of Korea, Korea was the rich part. It had all the industry, it had all the mines and all, the, all that stuff like that. In comes Kim Il-sung, and he, uh, he decides he needs to take over all of Korea because his goal, even more than being a communist, was to have a free and independent Korea with him in charge. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which side you're on, he failed miserably. Um, 
there, and I don't want to get into the Korean War yeah. and stuff like that. But, Besides but that, he said, started uh, pushing on the South. The South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's. I just wanted to know who is at he, fault. He was no, the I aggressor. Mean, he was the aggressor at first. Yeah, he was now, the aggressor. According to my history, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to put a fact check on here on our website, so you guys can click on it and say fact check, and you can say what episode and what I said what was wrong, because I'm the one that's going to be telling you mm-hmm. wrong information. But according to a professor at college a long, long time ago, he said the United States and South Korea had actually pushed all the way up to the China border. Mm-hmm. And China said, don't cross that line. And some stupid person ordered for bombs to go and they they bombed over the line into China and China jumped in on the war and then pushed us back down or us South Korea whatever all the way back down to where the division is right now is that correct uh I don't know about that I know we were pretty near the Chinese border though uh, I do know that uh, we pushed them right on up all the way, and then Chinese jumped in on us, and then went went on back. I heard some horrible stories. Uh, <clears throat> the nice thing is that the job I I have, I get to talk with a lot of people who are veterans and stuff like that. So I hear firsthand accounts of what's going on. And so this guy was talking about the Chinese uh, infantry uh, going there, and he's like. Uh, only like one in ten people actually had a gun. They were just throwing men at us. It was just mowing them down. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh huh. Just horrible, ill, ill-prepared Chinese. Well, as yeah. But they had so many. They just yeah. Well, yeah. It was like you pick up the gun of the person that dropped it. Yeah. So oh, that's horrible. Yeah. What a... I well, yeah. I I have some bad things to say about communism, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another. Well, actually, we are talking about it, aren't we? <laughs> we are. So, but anyway, this uh, he set up his own kind of thing of communism, and it's called a Juche. It's J U C H E, and I do not know how to pronounce it. So, it's his own kind of philosophy, and the first one is is that all men are the master of their own destiny. Okay, so. That's number one. Number two, Koreans... That does not sound very communist. Koreans are morally superior to all other races. <laughs> that sounds... That sounds very true. No. And that because of that, they need to be self-reliant in all things. Okay? okay it's good. not bad so far. Yeah. <laughs> totally on par. Yeah. Uh, and then um, he... He had a form of familiarism. I feel like it has some uh, Confucianism roots. It's basically kind of know your place in society kind of thing. Now, there's a lot of scholars who really have a hard time with that. They point out different distinctions. You know, they're like, well, you know, if they were really following Confucianism, then they'd say only a select few could be literate or, you know, there's no actual king or emperor, you know, there, something like that. So it can't be Confucianism idea. I I have a hard time with that, just because it's it's like saying that because we don't follow all the precepts 
of the Roman Republic, we're not a republic here in the United States. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, we're not following exactly how they did it, but you have people representing other people. It's a republic, you know, and it it feels very uh, Confucius to me. So anyway, there were a lot of Koreans working for the Japanese trying to build up that propaganda machine making, you know, like, oh, you know, uh, Japanese are big brothers, you know, we're the little brother and, you know, we all want family kind of stuff like that. He snagged those guys and he got them working for him. Okay. Smart. You got to get the propaganda wing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he started pushing this kind of thing. Uh, he had his own deity myth. Uh, you know, God came down, made Korea the, the best. He resurrected some old mythology stuff there. And he started building this mythos around him. And it got really bad when his son became director of propaganda. Then it became really crazy. And basically, he rewrote his whole history. He was in there fighting with the Japanese, fighting them out. His parents were part of the counter-revolutionaries to fighting Japan. His grandpa was one of the guys that fought the United States when they sent a little uh, ship up the, ri- up the river. and he, Just all these crazy things like that. He fought 100,000 battles in 10 years against the Japanese. That's so <laughs> many a day. <laughs> that is so many a day. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, let's see. Oh, I've got some more here. Okay. <laughs> Kim Il-sung is the country's leading novelist, philosopher, historian, educator, designer, literary critic, architect, industrial management specialist, general, table tennis trainer, and agricultural experimenter. <laughs> I love the table Very tennis trainer. Table tennis trainer. <laughs> It's very prolific. T- table tennis is big in China, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. it's big in Asia. It is. Okay, so the propaganda, sorry, and this is actual quote stuff there. They refer to Kim as superior to Christ in love, Buddha in benevolence, Confucius in virtue, and Muhammad in justice. Okay. Nice. So, and not only that, oh but. My gosh. <laughs> not only that, but. He took all the churches and uh, the Buddhist temples and just leveled them all and uh, imprisoned everyone he could that was uh, in any way religious. So basically... This is the first one or this is the son? This, this is him. This is, this is, this is uh, Kim Jong-il. Or uh, Kim, Il, Kim Il-sung, sorry. Okay, the first one. Yeah, the first one. No, the, the grandpapa. So. The, the grand, Grandpa Kim. We'll call him Grandpa Kim. Yeah, Grandpa Kim. It's, they're all Kim because I think Kim's the last name. So they, yeah. they put the last name first. So. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's what happened. He basically made his form of communism the state religion. And you could not speak against it. They have about 4,000 basically propaganda pieces talking about the Kims, how awesome they are a month uh, through the various media outlets. Uh, right now. As of 1992, over 40,000 monuments of various kind dedicated to Kim Il-sung existed in North Korea. Over 40,000. Every Korean who was uh, an orphan was put in the school and they were taught Kim Il-sung was basically their father and they lived only by his benevolence, basically. And as I say, it got really bad when his son, 
Kim Jong-il became in charge of the propaganda machine. Daddy Kim. Yeah. Yeah, Daddy Kim. So Kim Jong-il, he took over. Oh, let's let's see some of the fun things about him. So he was th- supposedly buried on, you know, that, uh, you know, the, the god that came down and made Korea the best, Koreans the best, that mount. He uh, did it on Kim Jong-il. He was born on that mountain, okay? No, he, he was really actually born in Russia, but <laughs> but he was born on that mountain. Uh, here's some fun stuff about it, okay? So, on his birth, it was heralded by a swallow, and it caused winter to change to spring, and a star to illuminate the sky, and a double rainbow spontaneously appear, okay? I feel like we're talking about UFOs right now. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, he could talk... Kim Jong-il could walk and he could talk before he was six months old. I don't know. Babies that can do weird stuff, that can do advanced stuff, freak me out. And like my baby's laying down and crying like, like normal. And also there was a French fashion expert that came by and he told Kim Jong-il, he was, or the media, he was saying that uh, Kim's fashion, his his mode, you know, his way of dressing, was now spreading exponentially worldwide, and it's something unprecedented in the world's history. So, uh, nice. <laughs> let's see, uh, the Central News Agency also reported, among other things, that according to eyewitness accounts, nature and the sky unfolded such mysterious essay in celebration of his birthday. There you have it. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and from when I've I saw this pic, this um, video of someone who who went there, and all of the classrooms, every house is supposed to have a picture of yeah. the chairman, and then every school, mm-hmm. and then they sing praises in the daytime. They have classes. They sing praises at lunch. You thank the chairman for your food. In fact, they have a special room that they go to to learn about him. So, uh, yeah, the, his picture is before the flag. His song is sung before the national anthem. It is a it just a personality cult. It is that's you know it's supreme bevel, uh, benevolence and so on and so forth. And, so and I've heard like his so the father there's father and then there's the son and then the Holy and, Ghost is the Kim Jong Un the current. Right? Yes. Oh this really? Is a trinity. Oh so it's we're... a trinity. So yeah, it was Kim Jong Un. He became uh, the leader in 2011. At first, there was some thought that he'd be the one to kind of like break Korea out of its isolationist kind of movement and stuff like that, uh, because he, he grew up in the West. He, he grew up in uh, Switzerland. Uh, Switzerland, yeah, thank you. He loved Michael Jordan. He <laughs> Didn't he have Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman went over uh, yeah. there? That was a big uh, yeah. thing. Was that for him? Well, he was, he, he's a big uh, basketball, basketball fan. fan. Yeah, okay. he is. So. But obviously, the, that hasn't happened. This is the this is the father, or is this the son? This is the son. So, so. I've heard that he's, he wants his sister to his sister to take over after him. And is it like, a sister or is his daughter? I think it, I thought it was his sister. I, don't know. I know his daughter has a name, and he ordered that everyone who has that name needs to change it. So his daughter is the only, the one, only one that, that has name. that name. Yeah, and the haircuts are—it's like his haircut. He he gets like three or eight different haircuts, and that's all you can have by law 
is the haircut that he's as approved by him. What happens if you're bald like us and you can't grow hair? Do you have to have a wig on? I, I don't know. Like, maybe you're just going to be executed because you're obviously a Buddhist monk if you don't have any hair. So. Oh, man. We'd be, we'd be dead pretty quick over there. Yeah. So anyway, just crazy things happen. So he is actually the second son, uh, uh, Kim Jong-un. So there he, was another son. There was, he had a brother. Older. Yeah, he had a brother. It was a stepbrother, uh, a half brother there. And, but what happened is how does that happen? <laughs> but when when a daddy and a mommy really love each other, it's a special hug. No, no, but that was a half brother. So so his dad had, had two a wives. First wife had a, a wife. Okay. Yeah, he had two wives. Do they have multiple wives? No, not to my knowledge. I think okay. it was just uh, he divorced and he got another one. Anyway, his half brother was scheduled to be fated to be the next uh, leader, but he got into trouble. I love this. <laughs> He was caught with a fake passport trying to sneak out of the country to go to Disneyland. Nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're out. <laughs> did, he, did he die? He was the guy that got poisoned. Yeah, I saw uh-huh. that. Like, there's a special case where they were trying to show where that, how that happened. And, man... That is so scary. Two ladies, they paid money and they said, just put this cloth, just put a little bit of this stuff on this cloth and put it on your, on this guy's face and then walk away. Yeah. Really it's, like, it's like a joke, you know, we'll pay you this money. And, yeah. Oh. And, they and so, yeah, they show him, it's on security camera and they, they go up to him and then she touches his nose with this stuff and he walks, he's like looking around, he walks down, he walks her way a little bit and then he collapses. Yeah. That's crazy poison. Yeah. What yeah. was it? I, I don't know. Some sort of nerve agent, yeah. obviously. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, he killed him off. He also killed his uncle. Um, oh, but he... he oh, the con- I heard about his uncle. Like, yeah, his uncle power. was causing problems or something. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. The father's brother is getting into trouble. The, there have been several different cult personality kind of cult... Uh, kind of things like this before. I mean, like, uh, Lenin was, you know, uh, Stalin. Mm-hmm. Definitely, they had cult personality. But there's never been, at least in modern history, there's never been one that's actually been able to pass from generation to generation. This is the this is the first one that's been able to do something like that. This is insidious. Uh, they and have- so according to Nathan's definition, it's now a religion. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's a cult. <laughs> so the amount of control is is above and beyond almost any other religion. Yeah. Yeah. It's state sponsored yeah. religion. Interestingly enough, from what I've read, you know, people who have defected from North Korea, most of them still are very fond of the Kims. Now they're not happy with the system and what's going on, but all that propaganda pays off because they and still are like they, oh, they're they still are like oh the yeah they're good ones. guys yeah they're great guys it's you know it's you know the, the system that's doing them wrong you know that they're doing the system anyway. yeah it's their system yeah wow you guys have any questions that I might be able to answer no nah. so, so like what happened in North Korea why is it so poor right now one of one of the crazy <laughs> things so I was listening to a story mm-hmm. on. Uh, a South Korean di- director mm-hmm. and a South Korean like actress, and they got kidnapped in North Korea. 
Mm-hmm. I forget which Kim it was. I think it's the one that's there now, but he, he gave them everything they needed so they could make movies. And he, if they wanted to train for a shot, mm-hmm. he'd have them build a railroad and shoot the train blowing up and all that stuff. Kim Kim Jong Un is also not. He loves basketball. He also loves movies as there well. So, and eventually she got out, but the director loved it so much that the you know he's like, oh no, this is great because he's getting everything. Yeah, it's, he's, he's he making was getting the movie of his dreams. he was getting the Tom Cruise treatment <laughs> that. That uh, that only a Tom Cruise per- personality or person should have. Um, so anyway, that, that I just thought that was so interesting, like the different perspective of, oh yeah, everything's great here. I get whatever I want. Yeah, of it's course, pretty good when that happens. Of course, yeah. Tom Cruise is going to be jumping on couches. How who can blame him? Who could, I could not cannot blame him. Sorry, we're going back to Tom, but of course he's going to be doing that because look at what. Scientology has given him. Yeah, they've given him so much latitude that that's normalized, and you exactly. can just go and jump on someone's couch and act crazy. I mean, but he was dating Katie Holmes at the time, so I wouldn't be jumping on a couch dating her. Really? I'm just, no, I don't I mean, care about yeah, her. I guess. There's nothing. No. Is there anyone besides your wife, of course, that you'd be jumping on the couch for? Probably Julia Roberts. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> or Tom Cruise. Or Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts. Uh, she has a lot of teeth. Yeah. She, I think she has the same amount as everyone else. <laughs> she has this big smile. That she has a nice smile. Yeah. Hers, hers is like yeah. one of the best smiles in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then William Dufoe is like the second. <laughs> You think so? I, I, I don't even know who William Defoe is. You, guys. You know, he's the he's the goblin goblin on Spider Man, oh, okay, the, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one. He, he has a very interesting. Yeah, he's got a lurpy smile, grand sinister. <laughs> uh, so I'm saying this is a cult. I'm saying it's a cult no, as well. I I'm not even. I think it's a religion. Nope, nope. It's not a religion. <laughs> it's a cult. It's uh, so off base that I mean it's. I would it's, say it is a religion, according no, to our definition. No, no, but no, 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 no. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you mother... No, uh, I think it's a, that is a cult. Let it's, it be written... If you, if you have to force... If you have to force your... Uh, your adherents to follow your religion, it's probably not a religion anymore. So yeah. this this is my thing. Sorry, Nathan. I, okay. Now, let that it be written it. that I am an ass. Um, now, let's write something else. The good, the bad, and the culty. Now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong. Mm. Um, great stories, great imagination, great like rainbows and and butterflies. Double rainbows. Double rainbows. <laughs> when I was born, rewriting your own. I don't know. One hundred thousand battles in ten years against the Japanese. <laughs> But I, I uh, go, going back to it, Thor, I don't think that he had all this, oh, we're just going to unite Korea and all that. If that were the case, he would have still let them have a little more freedom. I think that he was filling people full of shit when he was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was so much that it was like, okay, well, yeah, Korea is great now. 
we're gonna we're gonna say Korea is the greatest of all people, and then we're gonna add in all these w crazy things about me and why I'm the greatest person on earth and why I'm the savior. Well, it worked. Boom, boom. Yeah. It did work, but I'm just I'm saying that him saying that he wanted Korea to be open and free and everything is not true. Well, no, I, he did, but he just what he wanted to be was free what he wanted is him to in be. Charge. He wanted to be in control of the country with not having the U.S. or Russia or someone or else controlling religion. them or religion. religion. He, he wanted to be in control. He did a great job, too, because you think about it, it's like Korea is trapped between two mega communist superpowers at the time. I mean, in, uh, you had Russia and the Northern Soviet Union, and then you had China down to the south, and they both... Uh, eventually uh, started kind of hating each other. They they really had a hard time with each other. And so here he is, you know, in Korea, and he's he kind of played them off each other. He really was good at getting free aid and food and, you know, fuel and everything from both of them for quite a while. And it it was like... It was it was really good for quite a while, and until the Soviet Union broke up, and that's when the gravy train kind of fell apart. Yeah, and China didn't have to push as much thing uh, material over there to keep them happy, you know, because they were the only game in town, and um, there were some floods and stuff like that. And he, and he was so focused, or the country was so focused on self-reliance, and there's you can only take that so far. And there wasn't a whole, and there isn't a whole lot of farmland there. And so, when you're trying to be self-reliant for food, and there's not a whole lot of arable farmland, you know, to to grow things in, and so one bad crop harvest, and everyone's starving. Yeah. You know, the country had so many strengths, and just there's wasted. Yeah, and it, the gross national product is like uh, South Korea's gross national product is like twenty times bigger than North Korea's right now. And as I say, they had nothing as far as natural resources. Uh, it's just been you know, the inventiveness and and working yeah. hard and and it's K-pop. Right K-pop in the South it's, is what's it's saving them. Yes. Yeah, K-pop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love it. All right, so. The good okay, yeah, the propaganda, good, <laughs> the propaganda <laughs> arm is something we need. We need to have a minister of propaganda. We need to remake our image, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm. That's well, going to be part have of we done our. The bad and the good, the bad. That's going to be part of the. Culty. I was born on the mount, uh, the top of the mount. Wait, wait a notice, second. Are we, okay? are we talking about taking on something? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Oh, oh, oh you're right. Sorry, I, I jumped right on in. That's what I'm trying to figure out. How could we use this to our advantage? The good. The the propaganda arm, okay. amazing. The um, uniforms are pretty dorky. Never mind, that's not good. <laughs> I think this the self reliance to a certain degree was it was is a, a good. A, I, a good I, thing. I like self reliance, but of course you just can't ride that horse until it's dead. You have to give it a break every once in a How while. How about comfort girls? <laughs> They have a whole battalion of comfort girls that that are just there to keep you happy. I have not heard about oh, this. Anyway, that's, are they for I anybody? Heard about this you haven't. No, Nathan. This oh. is. I have heard that you, they pick the cutest girls. You have different media sources than we do. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they're, yeah, it's actually horrible. It's icky. Oh. It's they they choose the cutest girls and they are the comfort something battalion, yeah. and then they are just there to please the leaders. The higher ups, yeah, yeah, gross, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's the, that, that's that, the that, bad. That's the bad. That's the good. I, I the think good, that everything bad. that we said was in the good. It was in the bad as well. Yeah. <laughs> and now we take from what we learned this week. 
and build our own cult, one belief at a time. Oh, yeah. I think we need to have a propaganda video made this summer. Oh, I'm with you on that. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking right when it was said, I'm like, we need to have some good, good propaganda. Uh-huh. A propaganda movie? So we need to just come a with short, a script. Yeah, just short either script. that or we need to... Here's the other thing. We need to start a fashion trend that goes throughout the whole world. <laughs> yeah? No? I don't know. If, I mean, we can try it. Okay, the propaganda video is probably better. Uh, yeah. I, uh, let's... That's not a bad... That wouldn't be a, a bad thing to have on the side is just a quick, like, one-minute kind of video. And how, how the nice clothes changed your life? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> we, have, we have to do it. Oh, okay, we're going to do it. Yes, we're going to do the nice cult. And we're going to get, like, people on there. Oh, my gosh. Before the nice cult, <laughs> I was swimming in shit. <laughs> After I'm cleansed by the light of their smiles, it's like Tom Cruise came down and hugged me. Okay, man. <clears throat> All right, well, All right, I like where that's going. Sorry. Let's do that. I think that's it. I, I think, think we got it. Okay, cool. Okay. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult. I went over to Mountain Mike's Pizza this week, okay? And when there is it and they had a all you could eat pizza buffet, it brought me back to the good old days at uh <laughs> Godfather's. Godfather's. Yeah. No, Godfather's no, no, no. and Pizza Hut. Pizza yeah, Hut. Pizza, pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, back when they had that. So I went in there and it, the pizza was pretty good by the way. It was nice. Uh cost 11 bucks. But that's not horrible for a lunch. Uh anyway, the dessert pizza was pretty good too. So anyway, but it brought me back to the good old days, but I just can't eat that as much anymore. How many did you eat? You were in the 20s. I go for 20, yeah. Yeah, Oh, man. He would eat everything but the outside of the crust. Yeah. And so, um, and then the lady one time said, sorry, you have to eat the entire pizza if you're going to have seconds. (laughs) So she put a, she put the kibosh on that. Yeah. I, and I did not, uh, I ate the whole pizza this time. I, I, first of all, it was pretty good. Mountain Mike's is a pretty. I haven't had. I haven't had that pizza before. It's pretty good. But second of all, uh, I've had my kids do that to me, and it's pretty annoying when I make a pizza, and they only eat part of it, and the crusts are just lying about the house. And so I have. Uh, I now eat the crust because of that. So. So, yeah. I do it as on principle, not because I like the crusts. Mm-hmm. Just you want to, yeah, yeah. It, it depends on the pizza. Some pizza get, crusts are good, and others yeah. are not. If you get that like garlic sauce, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, get that, that in a parmesan garlic. That, that's one of the smart things that Papa John's has done is they have that garlic sauce there, and so you you can you know make it taste pretty dang good. And this is not sponsored by. Papa John's. No, this isn't. Uh, or Mountain Mike's, which I think their pizza is probably a little bit better than Papa John's. Just How, to let you guys know. However, this is sponsored by Pizza Pie Cafe. And let me let me tell you a little bit about them. Okay. Pizza Pie Cafe has the worst pizza 
anywhere. It's worse than Little Caesars. It's worse than, what's my least favorite one of all? Peter Piper's. Peter Piper pizza is that the pizza awful. people pick. Yeah. No, I never. Tr- I don't remember that one. I never had it. Um, no, it's it's worse than Papa Murphy's. And yes, Papa Murphy's is disgusting. Anybody out there? Yes, what? it is. It is so no. bad. Papa Murphy's is the worst pizza. I have no. never had it cooked thor- thoroughly. Because you're doing it. No, I'm not. You're I've never it. cooked it. I've never cooked it. I've always had other people cook it for you're me. You're complaining and about it their cooking, never... not the pizzas. No, but yeah. the pizzas are still so, subpar. They're sub. So what you have to do is you have to you have to burn it a little bit. You you, you have to overdo it a little bit because otherwise uh, it's too doughy. You're right, it is. But if you cook, it's it, not even good. If you cook it and you overcook it a little bit to make sure it's not doughy, I think it's a, a pretty good pizza. No, no, it's not worth it. It's not worth the money. It's not good. Mm-hmm. You guys are all bad people that like that. Yeah. Um, and Pizza Pie Cafe once again sponsoring us. Horrible pizza. <laughs> the worst pizza I've ever had. It's an all-you-can-eat place, too. It is, it? as a yeah. matter of fact. Yeah. It is so bad. Uh-huh. All-you-can-eat uh-huh. is a bad thing. With Mountain Mike's, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty dang good. So I guess we're here to just recognize that uh, Ronaldo has spared the Earth one more week. One more week. Oh, wow. Ronaldo has spared the Earth another week. Thank you all for listening. And you know what? Our listenership is up. Mm-hmm. We have more listeners now than we've ever had before, and they listen sooner. So right on Wednesday, we have 90-plus people. Right right when it comes out, I check a couple hours later, like, and they're listening. We need to call people who uh, who listen within 24 hours of it coming out. We need to call them world savers. You know what? Maybe we should do something on the side that says, are you a world saver? Uh-huh. You know, do you listen to the do you listen to our podcast on Wednesday to keep the apocalypse from 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 coming? Yeah. And uh, if you are, maybe we'll we'll give you a shout out. In fact, we'll do that at our next telethon or whatever might a thon. If you uh, if you put in there saying I'm a world saver, my name's Gunnar Bjarnson. Uh My name's Joe Schmo. My name's Jill Flowerman. Yeah, I don't know names very well. <laughs> anyway. I was expecting Lil. Jill Lil. Jill Lil. Um, <laughs> let us know, and we'll we'll make sure that you get a nice shout-out. And, uh, yeah, super excited about that. Yep. Thank you so much for saving the world once again. And next Wednesday, this coming up Wednesday, I guess, we'll we'll see if see if uh, it happens once more. So the apocalypse is coming. The, in the apocalypse has been postponed for another week. Okay, so and, it's definitely coming. Uh, it's up. definitely going to be on Wednesday. So However, max out the credit you cards might, now. Yeah, <laughs> max out the credit cards. And <laughs> this is not financial advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are not financially liable. <laughs> max those cards out. <laughs> Uh, but the best place to max those out is on the Nice Cold website. <laughs> We're having new stuff, new new shirts that are going to be coming out. Oh, awesome. Um, and, uh, and if the apocalypse happens, uh, you can return those shirts. For, yeah. For, for a partial refund. No, you'll get a full refund okay. if the apocalypse happens. <laughs> well, sure. you, that's like money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. really what's happening is that you're you're like you're investing in the future. It really doesn't make sense not to do this. Yeah. 
Nope. <laughs> Not at all. So anyway, guys, uh, I'm sorry, world savers. World savers. Yeah, it's up to you, okay? And we so. think maybe by the end of this season, we'll have declared the apocalypse to happen more times than any other cult. I, I'm hoping so. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that we save the world more times than any other cult. Well, well, yeah. it's it's our dedicated le- uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. Thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate it. 